Hi, this is David Mattin, and you're listening to the audio version of New World Same Humans number 46, published on the 6th of December 2020. You can find the links included in this instalment and a link to the text version on the New World Same Humans article page where this podcast is embedded. So, let's go. The year is drawing to a close. It's enough to put anyone in a reflective mood. Meanwhile, events of the last few days seem to sum up so much of what this newsletter is about. So this week, a shorter note, reflections on all that. Expect technology, humans, and a brief glimpse into deep time. Also a call to make our community count in 2021. Some moments seem to reach out beyond their boundaries and encompass multitudes. Last week provided one of them. Monday brought news that Alphabet's AI division, DeepMind, has solved the protein folding problem. Proteins are large, complex molecules that play a crucial role in many of the processes that support life. For five decades, scientists have searched for a way to predict their three-dimensional structure – DeepMind's AlphaFold can do that with 92% accuracy. The advance is transformational. It will accelerate many existing branches of biology and unlock new ones. Meanwhile, the backdrop against which these events played out is all too familiar. This week was dominated, as the last 40 have been, by the pandemic. I started this newsletter fueled by a single conviction – A changing world perpetually collides with our shared, unchanging human nature. This is the engine of history, and it will be the engine of our future too. New world, same humans. It's hard to imagine a week that better illustrates this idea. AlphaFold is the kind of technological advance that produces in us the feeling of being projected forwards into a new and bewildering world. Meanwhile... Our overriding concern in 2020 is one held in common with 6th century Byzantines who lived through the plague of Justinian, or the Europeans of the 14th century who suffered under the Black Death. One of the early 21st century's most fashionable ideas is that we are fast approaching a post-human future. As it sounds from the above, this newsletter is founded in the idea that the truth is otherwise. While much is changing, it seems to me that there is no escape for us from the human predicament. No escape, that is, from our eternal and troubled quests for status, security, health, meaning, power or truth, nor from the conflicts that result when those values and others like them clash with one another. Living through this year has only heightened that conviction. So where next? The technology revolution unfolding around us is dizzying. What's more, we fear that it will end in our marginalisation or even destruction. These possibilities seem all too easy to imagine. Somehow it's the idea that this revolution might enlarge us, might amplify the human, that seems far-fetched. We need to see all this anew. 
That imperative is at the heart of the New World Manifesto project, which I launched a few weeks ago. It's a call for us to come together and imagine the futures that we should build in the decades ahead and to articulate a set of fundamental principles that we believe can guide us, founders, innovators, policymakers and the rest, towards a better world. Discussion is already underway in the New World Same Human Slack group and I'm working to attach a great advisory board to the project. In 2021, I hope the manifesto acts as a rallying point for our community and helps bring our perspectives to the wider world. All this has led me to think about the fundamental principles I want to contribute to the conversation. There's more coming on all that in future instalments, but at the heart of my thinking is the idea that we humans need to put ourselves back at the centre of our own story. In other words, we must divest ourselves of our peculiarly modern nihilism, the belief, or fear, really, that human life is meaningless. I've come to believe that at the root of nihilism are a mistaken set of ideas that hold humans apart from nature, this separation fuels modernity's defining view of humankind as insignificant, accidental, cast adrift in an indifferent universe that is what it is, regardless of us or our values. Instead, we must come to understand ourselves as embedded in and a part of the natural world. When we understand that truth, we come to see human values not as empty projections into an indifferent universe, but as a real part of that universe, every bit as much as ants or brains or planets. Under this view, the power of nihilism wanes. The human project no longer seems, by necessity, inconsequential. Rather than feeling ourselves sentient beings floating alone in a cosmos that has no meaning, the door is opened onto a quite different idea, that we are the cosmos waking into sentience, that we are the meaning. What new imperatives does this lend to the technology revolution we are now enacting? How can it lead us towards new ways to ensure that the thinking machines we're now building amplify us? Perhaps they can even carry the human way of seeing away from our tiny planet and far into the universe. Hey, I, I said I was in a reflective mood. But it's not just me thinking these kinds of thoughts. Check out James Lovelock's The Nova Scene or Max Tegmark's Life 3.0, both books that helped inspire this newsletter. <clears throat> what I'm gesturing towards, I suppose, is a new spiritual view of our place in the world. These ideas may seem far-fetched, even a bit crazy, but what is our community if not a space to share our whispered, secret, crazy thoughts about our shared future? There are more coming from me, and I hope from you, in the year ahead. In the meantime, there's one other thing we can work on together. The New World Manifesto project is taking shape. It's a chance for all of us, for you, to share thinking on how we should rebuild in the 2020s. What are the fundamental principles you think should guide us? Are they around the human relationship to technology, 
the future of cities, of work, equality. In the weeks ahead, I'll share the process via which we'll conduct a collective conversation. The manifesto will be powerful only if it distills a wide and diverse range of voices. And there's one thing you can do to help ensure that happens. Share. So if you know others who'd make a valuable contribution to our conversation, and I bet you do, then why not take a second to share this note with them? Just forward the email along. Or share across one of your social networks with a few lines on why you found it valuable. Just navigate back to the article page where this podcast is embedded and hit the share button. Thanks so much for listening this week. I will be back on Wednesday with new week, same humans. Until then, be well.